0: Welcome to episode 55 of the Sourcing Challenge Show. I'm your host, Mark Lundgren. In this episode, I interviewed Vivi Trong from Toronto in Canada. And as always, asked her how she got into sourcing.
1: Well, I, I took HR back in, in university. I went to a Toronto university called York University for uh, human resources management. And how I got into staffing in general, uh, I had a phenomenal professor who was teaching the class there, and she turned to be my mentor for the four or five years that I was there. And uh, after after school, uh, I think I took, honestly, you know, coming out of school, the, the first job you get is the first job you take. <laughs> uh, so I took a, a staffing coordinator role uh, at a marketing agency in Toronto. Worked there for about a year, uh, went into HR assistant, did a little bit more recruiting, but on the HVAC uh, customer service. And it wasn't until um, I got uh, an email or in-mail from uh, one of the tech recruiters for NTT Data. It's a, an IT solutions, uh, solutionings company based in Japan. They had uh, their headquarters in the US. They were looking for recruiting associates to work uh, more from an agency perspective. Mm-hmm. So I was like, what the heck, why not? Took the job, I got flown out to, to Philly. And that's where I had like a, a good small indication of just what sourcing is. Um, you know, you get contracts that come out, you have a bajillion other recruiters who are working on it. Um, so you got to be fast, right? You got to figure out where to find these, find these candidates and um, you know, simple things, Monster, uh, Workopolis, uh, our, our ATS. I think we were using Job Diva mm-hmm. at that time. Um, some of the more niche roles, I think the, the very first role that I, I came across that I wasn't too familiar with was an agile coach. And you don't really find uh, those individuals in our ATS because it's such a rare, rare thing back then. Um, I guess in Europe, you know, Agile, is, it's much more advanced than <laughs> North America. <laughs> uh, but yeah, trying to find uh, Agile coaches. And that's when I uh, used a couple of our resources in the company that no one has touched since I think I said like three years ago Edit. it. <laughs> um, but I started trying Google X-Ray. And then I tried a couple other, uh, you know, networking, Slack and whatnot. And it wasn't until I moved to Core Resources where um, my leader at that time, his name is James. I don't know if you remember him. He came to us to told to, to the team and said, hey, there is a sourcing hackathon for recruiters. Why don't we try it out this year? So uh, we did a couple trial runs on the, the, the sourcing website just to see how far we would uh, be able to advance and then saved all the Chrome extensions possible, um, had every single window and platform available. And then when it actually came down to the, the sourcing challenge itself, we were just super happy with, we were even able to qualify. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, but I think we, we tried to, a lot of the things that we, we learned that day, we have never used in okay. our lives in terms of recruiting. So we try to incorporate a little bit more towards some of the active roles that we were working on for some of our clients. And, um, you know, kudos to some of the individuals out there who, who's been doing this for you know, years and years, because uh, I still think that I'm pretty much a novice at it. Um, I still try to do it now in my current role at, at FreshBooks, but uh, still, it, it's just like a learning opportunity and being able to listen to everyone that you've interviewed so far. A couple of things that I've jotted down that I'm looking forward to to applying to, to real world applications.
0: Specifically with your team, similar to the team from Nortal, is that you work really well as a team. Mm -hmm. Um, So because I can see the back end of what was going on, the challenges, um, you were one of the ones that where you were working closely together on trying to solve the the things, not having, you know, one of the, the, the sourcers trying to do everything themselves uh, which you have some teams where it's like, you know, they used to be in the lead on everything. So they're going to take the lead on this or uh, are used to winning these sourcing competitions. So they will take the lead on that where you work really well as a team um, and, and got far because of that. And yeah, it was like, there was, I think there was 76 teams that tried out to begin with. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, we had, we had you know 16 and then kind of down to the final, but you did really well. Um, and I could see following along that you worked, as a team, because you can kind of see when, you know, the question gets answered.
1: Yeah, for sure. And I think the the, the downside, if let's say we had one person lead all the, the questions that were, that were required, I just, I think it would have affected our, our timing. Um, we knew that each person was better or they were a little bit more proficient uh, in terms of how to be able to source particular information. So we all sat together at that time. We made sure that we, we took time after work to even complete it. And um, it, it worked out well. You know, I excelled in certain aspects, James, uh, Steve, they excelled in certain aspects. And as soon as we understood what was required, we would walk each other through and then just input the answer as soon as possible.
0: Absolutely. And Thank for you, you, and I mean, in your career in general, what's some of the resources or some of the, the people that you, uh, that you learned from?
1: Um, so right now I have, um, I have a mentor, uh, his name is Dean and he Mm -hmm. is the talent acquisition manager for Fix Software, also based here in Toronto. Um, he's been a great friend, uh, also a mentor, but he's been in the industry for about 15 years now and he leads a great group of people, um, great company overall. and, And it's just so admirable to be able to see someone build out a company. I think they were at 80 people, maybe about two years ago. Now they're at 200, 250. And despite COVID, they're still looking for individuals. They have a, a great recruitment strategy in terms of um, maintaining their current eco- uh, ecosystem as well as recruiting what is required to keep the business going. Um, so he, I'd probably say that Dean is my, my biggest mentor. I go to him for every single question possible uh, regarding careers, how to find p- particular uh, individuals. Um, but in terms of tools, like uh, we use Greenhouse right now I will say, probably not my favorite ATS, (laughs) Uh, but uh, I found that in my role here at FreshBooks, uh, a lot of the roles I work on are product development and engineering, mobile engineers, uh, product design and development, and there aren't that many people who come inbound, Mm -hmm. and it requires me to allocate more time to sourcing, Um, whereas my previous role at Core Resources, we had a great amount of people i was able to build relationships with people mm-hmm. reach out to them when there was a role and then it's just done like that but for fresh books um, a lot of time i'd probably say about 20 hours a week <laughs> at least to source for individuals and i think one of my biggest challenges right now is finding uh, a data engineer at the principal level i think in canada there's not too many companies who have someone at that level i've mm-hmm. been trying to look for someone more senior kind of gauge with the team because we don't have anybody at that level right now with the company, but gauge with them what is their uh, opportunity to learn or what can we learn about from this individual? So that's the steps I've been taking. uh, With... Other tools that I've used um, in Amsterdam specifically, I've tried using Zing. I should actually ask you a couple tools. <laughs> <what I'm using. laughs> um, I used AngelList, Slack, uh, LinkedIn Recruiter. It tends to be a, a big one for, for my leader. Uh, he, he counts on a lot of the emails that come out and what our response rate is. Uh, GitHub, Stack Overflow are probably my main tools.
0: And, and for you now, I mean, obviously uh, with your current role, you got more of an international role as well. What's been the, the kind of biggest difference from you in having to to switch mindset to to look at, you know, Amsterdam as well?
1: I think the, the biggest thing is the, the mindset of the candidates are very different. In North America, to be honest with you, people will apply to any position, <laughs> even if they're not fully qualified for it, right? And they're willing to move in a snap. Whereas uh, what I found with the, the candidate pool in Amsterdam, a lot of the candidates are more meticulous, a little bit more careful in terms of the roles that they're moving forward to. So it really challenged me in understanding FreshBooks, what we wanted to do in the Amsterdam market, how are we gonna pitch that to the candidates and give them a sell point in terms of why this move would be great versus their current role. So that was probably the biggest tweak that I had to adjust.
0: Okay. And tell me about the sourcing slash recruitment community in, in Toronto. Um, I know you have some really cool tech companies in the, let's say, greater Toronto area and around, you know, the different universities in the area. So, you know, what what's it like um, in, in terms of sourcing and, and community in general?
1: To be honest with you, I, I wouldn't say that there is a dedicated community for sourcing. There are a lot of communities in talent acquisition and talent mm-hmm. acquisition in tech, um, I'd probably say that we we probably need to level up <laughs> on our sourcing community here. Uh, there are great opportunities to to meet with individuals who are a little bit more focused on the the sourcing aspect, but no dedicated group. So um, I'm hoping what I can do in in the near future, when things kind of clear up a little bit more, uh, start a meetup and at least have some dedicated individuals who are are a little bit more. Um, a little bit more passionate about sourcing. Like a lot of the tech companies here in Toronto, they have a talent acquisition partner, a recruiter who will do everything 360. Yeah. Um, I know with a lot of companies outside of Canada, there tends to be um, a dedicated sourcer and a dedicated recruiter. And I think that model works a lot better, especially when a company is scaling because mm-hmm. it, it is a one person job to be able to source and to be able to take that candidate through the rest of the, the process. So hopefully in the next couple, uh, Two years or so, uh, Toronto can step up our game. <laughs> okay,
0: and for uh, for people like me in Europe, or uh, you know, other people in the US who, who might have a company that all of a sudden have roles in Toronto or have to start looking for people in Toronto, what's the is What do we have to uh, to look for, and how do we kind of work on that the Toronto market?
1: I think it's it's all about company branding at this point in Toronto. There there are a lot of great companies. Who are based here in the GTA, and it's all about understanding the market and being on top of what are you able to provide to potential candidates. It's not only you know the full benefits package, base salary, and whatnot, but the growth, right? What, what's the what's the growth plan? And uh, I find that a lot of candidates here, they want to understand the company, the vision, what how they're going to be contributing to it, and work autonomously towards that. Um, I think one of the the biggest successes for us, in the time that I've been here at FreshBooks, is the op- the opportunity to network. We have so many different networking opportunities uh, to meet with potential candidates. Um, there's this event called Fuck Up Night, and uh, Fuck Up Night they have dedicated speakers who uh, are very successful in their role. They're entrepreneurs, but you know you always hear about the um, their successes yep. and where they get to. But Fuck Up Night is dedicated to just drinking, having fun, and learning every single mistake that they have made during their their career to get to where they are. So uh, I find that network uh, networking events like that, they're much more lenient, people a lot more geared towards going to those events, a lot more comfortable, and you are able to freely kind of talk about, let's say, some of the roles that you're working on, uh, the company that you work with, and it's just slowly building up that pipeline.
0: Absolutely. I think we could probably learn something like from recruiter's point of view as well. Uh, you always hear people talking at conferences about what went well and how good they are and, uh, and how good their process are. But what you rarely hear is that, you know, that complete fail you did or what you did that was really bad. sure. I, I know you worked a lot with agile methodology and, and things like that in core resources. What have you kind of taken with you to, uh, to FreshBooks? And you know are you, are you still working with those processes?
1: I, I have tried to, um, bring some of those processes over. Like I think what um, I really excel in or what I work best in is being able to visualize where mm-hmm. all the roles are, how many candidates we have within that pipeline. And uh, it is something that I've implemented uh, for myself at FreshBooks. Yeah. I have tried to do it at a team level, but I think some of the things move relatively quickly. Um, and uh, what I can say about some of the recruiters there is that they're so quick to, to close roles. I think normally like for we have certain timelines that we allocate to for each department. So marketing, customer service, sales usually take two weeks. Um, anything beyond that, a little bit more niche, let's say development or design, uh, it could take anywhere between four to seven weeks. So for myself, I've had my own dedicated board <laughs> in terms of the roles I work on. There's usually about eight to 10 roles. Um, and then how many candidates that I've allocated within uh, those lines. So that's something that I brought in, kind of like a the Kanban board to mm-hmm. the team. Um, other than that, though, I'd probably say I, it's been pretty limited being able to transfer what I've learned at core and then bringing it over to FreshBooks, aside from the Kanban and sourcing.
0: And for you, Vivi, uh, if people want to stay in touch with you and uh, follow you in the future, see where, where your road takes you, how can they best do that?
1: Uh, feel free to add me on LinkedIn. I'm pretty noticeable. There's not too many Vivi Troms out there <laughs> on LinkedIn. Um, I do have my GitHub just so that I can source. People are more than happy to, to hit me up on GitHub as well.
0: Perfect. Well, look, thank you very much. I uh, look forward to meeting you one day, hopefully.
1: Yes, one day, Mark, hopefully.
0: (laughs) All right. Thanks. Thanks. If you like this episode, please consider sharing it or any of the other episodes with a friend or a colleague who might be interested as well. And consider subscribing to the channel, which will help us reach more people um, and grow the community.